Recorded live. Well, finally it's happened. The Mississippi Podcast. And we're having a roundtable discussion tonight with myself, Derek Trueseeker, Dan Oskopinski, Daniel Watts, and Alan A.J. Nichols. This has been a long time coming, guys. Yes. Amen. Long time. Yes, We've been yes, talking yes. and just like building, on, you know, on the phone with one another, man. Just the Lord just, you know, have us on uh, similar paths. And so we're just encouraging one another, man, over the phone. And, uh, you know, we haven't, you know, a chance to meet. We've tried to get Daniel to come down a couple of times to meet with us as well, <laughs> but it hasn't worked out. But, um, <laughs> you know, that, you know, we're going to make it happen. But. Hey, maybe me and Daniel can work something out on that because you know I'm in Gaston too. Oh yeah, we're, so, yeah, we're, yeah. That's that's definitely in the works. I'm gonna get the crew we together. Gotta, we're gonna come see you guys. We still gotta do that that uh, TP sweat lodge ceremony sooner or later. There you go. Oh, I want to do that too. <laughs> exactly. We're coming up With there soon. Out. Yeah. So yeah, everybody yeah. who wants to get in on the men's meeting that we do once a year, once every couple months, whatever. We're going to be going to Birmingham area soon, so be looking forward to that and uh, see what the Lord does. But, yeah, tonight um, we're just having a roundtable discussion, and not so much a discussion, but a fellowship in the spirit. And uh, just see, you know, I guess bringing to the table the things that we've been dealing with, we've been wrestling with, that we see the spirit doing and the spirit saying right now there's a lot going on you know, on the planet right now, and I think it's perfect time for the sons of God to manifest, to rise up, and uh, and I think that's why we're here tonight. I've tried to book several different podcasts over the last three weeks that were scheduled to come on, and uh, everyone keeps, uh, you know, backing out, and I guess the Lord wouldn't let me do it, uh, you know, talking about different subjects and all kind of different things, but the Lord's doing something right now, and he's, he's drawing a lot of people that I know personally back to repentance and to uh, seeking him. And so I guess he wants to focus on him and not on these other little, you know, tangents right now. So I'm just blessed that you guys are on the, on the phone with me. So, what's the, I mean, what's the Lord doing in your life right now, Dan, if you want to go into a little bit? Oh, my God. Well, you know, we share vaguely through our through my pages and stuff that the last well we just had a baby six weeks ago so congratulations it's been yeah he's awesome he's awesome but uh yeah we just shared a video the other day me and my wife that mm-hmm. she got hit with like some postpartum stuff pretty hard right after yeah. the baby yeah. so that's been a roller coaster that we've been on but you know god used all kind of things to train you up and teach you things in the spirit Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, yeah. just been trying to take the make it the best of it and see what it is I'm supposed to be learning. Yeah. yeah. Let's see how long but, that lasts, man. But yeah, we we definitely been praying for you, man. I know you've been going through a lot, and um, you know he saves his you know his uh, you know tough trials for those who are who are able to handle it, man, and. Uh, I think that I think I think you're living proof, man. You've been you've you've touched a lot of people over the years, and you're still doing it. And you got a long ways to go, man. We're just blessed to have you here. Um, AJ Allen, introduce yourself, man. Uh, yeah, man. My name is Allen Nichols. I go by AJ as my nickname from the time I was a little boy. 
you know, my, my dad was a big A.J. Foyt fan, so he nicknamed me A.J. for Allen Jr. because his name's Allen. And uh, so anyway, you know, I go by Allen uh, professionally, and then those that know me intimately call me A.J. So that's what I was at. But uh, anyway, I'm just a, uh, I'm an ordinary dude who just went through a lot of chaos in my life and bumped into this, uh, this encounter of, thought called Christianity, but uh, the the Lord has taken me so deep and just blown my mind in, like, what that even means compared to what I see manifesting in the earth today flying under that flag. And um, so for me personally right now where I'm at is uh, unlearning all the dogma and just letting go of all that because uh, I want to be able to talk to anyone and, and be able to uh, identify with anyone. Um, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff myself. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, mostly what the Lord's been doing with me lately is just releasing me from the shackles of, um, you know, thought and, and believing that I was inside a box that wasn't really ever there. It was just a box that I had known and that he wanted to shatter and set me free from, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've been going through lately. That's that's been the main thing for me is even the things that I held sacred for the last 15 years. Like now he's doing like, even, you know, you can let mm-hmm. that go too. <laughs> yeah, man. And, uh, and I, think that's, why, I think that's why we're freedom. here. Yeah. Coming into real freedom and into real community. Like with you guys, man, like I consider this like my tribe and, uh, you know, I really can relate to all the, the people that are a part of your circle that I've talked to so far. And so I'm just thankful to be here, man. That's really it. Like, you know, just day-to-day life, being me. But I love to meet other people and uh, engage in other, you know, things that are going on in the in the kingdom and in the body, for sure. Totally, man. You said a, you said a mouthful there with, I think, the things yes. that you're going through. Uh, you're kind of reading a book, man. You're reading our book as well. And I think there's hundreds of thousands out there who are going through that same phase and that's why you know all of all of these people are coming out of the woodwork and you know looking for someone that they can relate with you know what i'm saying so we just gotta stand up and just put the information out there put the love the trust the joy the honor out there and give all praises to the most high and he'll 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 you know what i'm saying draw all men unto himself and um yeah that um that brings us to daniel watts what's up what's up man blessings brother Thank you. It's all good out my way, man. Struggling like never before. I'm really in the resistance, but I praise God when there's resistance because it means I must be headed in the right direction. For me, it's always been the same thing, man. It's what it means to be a warrior, and you can't just say it. you got to walk it out. And I'm just learning, man, that, you know, every man falls. It takes a real man to get back up, but every time it gets a little harder, you know, and there's always something trying to keep you down. So I'm just con- trying to continue to rise and trying to, Build momentum. You know, it's a mm-hmm. snowball. If we can get it rolling in the right direction, ain't nothing going to stop us, man. So I'm just trying to keep moving forward. Yeah, well, we're all here, man, and it's finally happening. I'm excited. I really am. Me too. Me too. You may There's not, no denying. <laughs> you may not hear it in my voice, man. I've been up for a long time with, with work and everything, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited about <laughs> everything that the Most High is doing in the sun. I can hear you smiling. Yeah. For real. <laughs> you know, you can't feel it, man. It's like tangible. I was telling I was telling Kathy today I just kept her like, man, I just know where I like right on the other side of a breakthrough, like big breakthroughs all over just 
where if you put your hand out, it's like two inches farther than that. Yeah. And I was like, right there, we're about to start seeing things just explode. Everything's coming into line and order. Everything is, God showed me today, dude, I'm going to tell you this right now. Oh, I got stuff I got to talk to you in private about, Derek. A bunch of stuff God showed me today. I was like, I've been thinking for the last, I've been thinking for the last, like, month. It's been on me real heavy. Like, you know, I've been telling you I'm coming out of the confines of religion more and more and more. Like, I just, honestly, I don't have any any desire to have anything to do with it anymore. <laughs> I love God. I love people. That's it. And yeah. uh, but, I, but I want to kind of get out of these preconceived notions of what it is I do as a missionary and all these other things. I just want to be me. I just want to be a person yeah. who does That's what I want to do. <laughs> not because it's a job that I get paid to do. Not because certain people uh, allow me to do it. Just I'm doing this because it's what I'm led to do. And so as I've been getting, I'm like, I don't, I want to do. I'm like, Derek got this awesome website going on. You know, I, I gotta, I want to get something going on on the side that could be my own little thing, a, a new open door that God opens for me to provide for me and my family to do what I love to do and all that, but not have to be under the restrictions or guidelines or bounds of a specific belief system to where if I say or do something that don't line up with people's preconceived notions of what that should look like, they're gonna be like. Well, we're gonna stop supporting. Well, well, we're not in yeah. line with that, you know. Yeah. So I, I was pulled up something today, bro. You remember me and you started working on a whole like repackaging thing for the Daniel David stuff like a year and a half ago. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I just kind of let it all fizzle and die down. And uh, I, I went looking through some stuff today. I pulled it up. I'm like, dang, bro. Like I put a lot of time and and effort into a lot of some of that stuff that. Sometimes if you don't see an immediate reaction, like people don't take notice of something right then there, you can get discouraged and then you do you set it on the side and move forward and you don't yeah. remember nothing about it, you know? And I went back to mm-hmm. it today and I I was like, it looks like I've spent the last couple of months building this thing and we're setting it all up for some big uh, opening, you know, like a, like a premiere, yeah. here we go. And I'm like, man, I got to talk to Derek. I got some ideas about something to do. Uh, but I was blown away, dude. I was just looking through the site today, like old videos and just mm-hmm. just posts and things that I'm like, wow, man, this, this is relevant. This is just as or more relevant today than it was a year and a half ago when I thought it was relevant and I needed to get it out there for people. Like the people still need the same info that I yeah. have been trying to get to. Man. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like pretty psyched about that. That uh, The electric body... Uh webinar was fantastic bro i really enjoyed it a lot it it helped me with a lot of stuff i had questions about and all that and i know we had kind of talked in uh private messages or whatever but i learned a lot from that i really appreciated that man awesome i was wondering i felt like it was like oh scatterbrain chaotic no man i know i do the same thing man when i'm talking I, i feel like everybody else is hearing all the thoughts that they're running through my head (laughs) <laughs> too, you know too. what I mean? It is uh-huh. like, but they're really not. It's like we're just like you're on you're on the spot, so like all the thoughts are running through your head. <laughs> but yeah. if you're sitting there listening, they're really not. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. really you're cool, and nobody else can hear all that madness. <laughs> yeah. Well, it helps me. Yeah, I, I, think I like spent a couple of days sitting that trying to like. I was telling uh, Derek for days. I'm like. Bro, I don't think I can do it, man. I got to back out. I, there's no way I can do it. I got so much going on. He kept just saying, like, just set an outline, bro. You'll be all right. And then I, I made the outline, and it was all seemed cool. And then all of a sudden, when it was go time, it was like, all right, we're broadcasting. I was like, 
oh my god, none of this makes sense on paper. I can't follow this outline. I gotta just put this down and just wing it, man. Cause I understand. I'll probably be doing the same thing on the 27th or on the 25th, rather, when we do the webinar about Christ consciousness. But uh, I'm actually going to be studying up for this, man. Um, God's been giving me so much revelation about it, it, you know, just Christ consciousness in general and how, like, the reason why that is becoming such a massive wave in people's understanding is because that that was God's original design all along. You know, it, it, he never wanted to keep this mindset or this understanding or the wisdom or the beauty yeah. of, like, the gospel from anyone. You know, it's the enemy's tactic that just blinded people's minds from realizing how many million bolts are flowing around them all the time. It's like Nikola Tesla was only, like, scratching the little surface of the reality of the presence of God and the vibrations in the atmosphere. And, you know, like... How when you come into that, you come into everything, man. Like it's and, it, and it's not like uh, the other thing that God's been talking to me a lot about too is how Christianity puts the cart before the horse. It's like they try to tell you that like you know you got to change this, this, and that to come to Jesus. And like it's like man, no, Jesus was all up in your business way before you even ever knew who he was. He he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Like if anybody understands you. It's him more than any other person on the planet. So, like, you have nothing mm-hmm. to fear to come to him. Like, there's no stigma. There's no, like, rules or, like, if you're still doing this, you can't come close. No, he's like, just come to me. And, like, as you come to me, I will mm-hmm. change everything. Once you get that awakening moment and the light shines, you know, right. you realize, like, he is love. And there's no reason for me to be scared to come to him. There's no reason. I can come to him with my mess and all. And that's what he told me. I want you mess and all. And then, so I, I start coming to him just because I'm like, everybody else has done me wrong. Like, I can't trust nobody. But I, for some reason, I feel like I can actually trust Jesus. <laughs> you know? And so I do. And that's when things really open up. And I feel like that's what he's doing right now. There's such an awakening that's going on globally about mm-hmm. the um, the acceptance of of the blood of Jesus and what that accomplished on our behalf as humanity, not just as a, as this guy or that guy, but like, uh, for the, for all, you know? And, and yeah. it was like, he was just enabling everyone to come boldly and freely into the presence of the most high, which was scandalous to the, to the Jewish mindset, man. Like completely. They, they could never even ponder all of us being able to go in the Holy of Holies the place where the dude would have to get yanked out by his ankle if he did do one thing wrong. You know? It's like we all get open access now. And that's the beauty of Christ consciousness. So anyway, that's just, I'm rambling, man. I'm sorry. But uh, that's just a little bit of what I want to touch on. What you think about that, Daniel? Daniel, what? It's all about the blood, man. It's all about the blood. I'm in complete agreement with that, bro. It's uh. You know, it's, it's strange what keeps coming to my mind, but I remember being young and being body trained and being told that it's not as much pushing as it is relaxing and allowing <laughs> the body to do what it does naturally. You know what I mean? Like, that's the experience. Even with dance, yeah. like, breaking out the confines of religion, what I'm hearing mm-hmm. is that he's not having to force it anymore. It's coming naturally. He's just relaxing, yeah. you know, becoming more one and more connected yeah. with the Godhead. And for me, that's, that's how it is. I have to constantly, every moment of the day, remind myself to relax and, and let 
let him move through me. It's not so much me choosing to move, but choosing to allow him to move and yeah. just letting him do what he does, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think we said a mouthful because what you know, coming out of the confines of religion and and for some reason I just I I didn't it wasn't my intention to to you know to go into this stuff especially when it hits home for someone like AJ but looking at this stuff going on with uh, David Westerfield I'm, I'm I'm sorry uh Jason Westerfield Westerfield yeah. and so and someone like him and like Bill Johnson and that stuff that's going on and they they like name calling and name dropping and telling people to stay away from them cuz it's like people with these radical ministries when when pe- other people have like another ministry that's like a rival ministry and they start name dropping and name calling and stuff. So like we have to get over that from the back. So we can't seek the approval of men, but just the, the approval of our father, man, because once you put yourself out there, that stuff's coming, buddy. Once you, oh, yeah. be you, once you, once you come into the knowledge of who you are and you become comfortable with that, people envy that. And I, and I, and I tell everybody, uh, you know, just as an, you know, kind of as an example of even Dan, man, the conversations me and Dan have had where Dan has told me, you know, man, I envy how open you, you've become because I've got a lot of riding on this and I've got to hold back, you know. I know there's wisdom in that too, though. So that's right. where we're going to have to kind of find out, like, what what we can talk about, what we can't. But in the midst of that, of not being a people pleaser, like, because I know if we talk about psilocybin mm-hmm. mushrooms, they're going to write us off off the back. But you know what? That's something we need to talk about. And I think the majority yeah. of us here mm-hmm. have had amazing God encounters uh, Christian encounters, man, on psilocybin <laughs> mushrooms, and that's just that's just scratching the surface. But we know just as soon as we say that, oh God, these guys are Christian drug addicts or whatever the case is. So you have to remove <laughs> yeah, they're phonies. You have to remove yourself from every label, and 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 when so when people try to when people try to generalize, I will not let anyone generalize me in any box. Oh, you're a Christian? No, 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 I'm not a Christian. Yes, oh, yes. you're a, you. Oh, you're a, a new ager? No, 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 I'm not a new ager. Uh, I want you. Yes. To, I want you to get specific. Let's get let's talk specific. That's, I'm not gonna let you generalize <laughs> me and 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 put your labels on me, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I am who I am. And as as we're walking in there, man, people are envious. <laughs> people are envious yes. of your freedom, man. Yeah, they Tell are, right. and they want it. And it's because we heard the good news, and everybody else hasn't yet. I mean, like, yeah, in it, my opinion, it's like it, it's he, deep, he came to set the captives free, right? Like, did mm-hmm. he set us free, or did he just leave us in a little bit of a cage with the door halfway cracked open? Oh, you know, many I mean? of us. I mean, I think many of us have given one bondage up. So many people come into the church and they are in bondage to uh, sin, lust, wickedness, uh, you know, addictions and things like that. And they give that bondage up and they become liberated only to receive a new bondage, not the bondage and yoke of Christ, but the bondage of religion and of performance and of being a little tap yeah. dancer. Do you, oh, yeah, I want you man. to do your dance, especially if you have a talent. Don't mess around and have a talent in the church. Don't mess around and play oh. the guitar or sing no, good because they, they will use you and abuse you and spit you out as soon as you do something 
that they don't like. As soon as they catch you with a beer, as soon as you, they, well, they catch you with a joint or whatever the creative. case is. Like a wild hair. Man. Yeah. When you start being creative, they'll hate you just because yeah. all their creativity got sucked out when they started trying to be like everybody else. You yeah, know? It's exactly. Like, they're envious of that. That's the whole thing, man. Yeah. And, and they're, they're in it, like, that's the whole thing is that everybody wants real freedom. But yeah. you can't, like, their minds are so conditioned to believe they're still under the pharaoh that they're trying to make more bricks. You know, they're not really able to experience the fullness of who they are because they're still trying to be somebody they're not. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's the whole tonight, thing. It's all, not, like, tonight. The natural inclinations of the earthly nature is that, for instance, once you, start, once you get in that club and you start tasting... Oh, you have friends now, and people treat you a certain way. Or you like you like being in the club. Yeah. The desire to stay in the club will lead you to compromise things that you feel internally. You know, this is right or this is wrong, or, or right. something. I shouldn't. I shouldn't stand by and allow that to go on, or I shouldn't partake in this, or we should be doing this, but for the sake of Should've not getting would've. things riled up to get kicked out of the. the country club i'm just gonna let it ride yeah oh yeah Yeah. that happens every day man and tonight i want to deal with that too tonight i want anybody listening who you feel like you've been performing you you i think anybody tonight who who you feel like you've had to wear a mask and you've had to play roles who aren't you you haven't been able to be yourself in years and you want to um, uncover who that is. Because I'm going to tell you this. Your identity is hidden, not in the church, not in your group, not in Truth Seeker, not in Dan, not in a ministry. Your identity is hidden in Christ. Yes. And so when, 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 when you get so close to Christ, man, he will give you the liberty for you to be who he created you to be. And you have a confidence, and nobody can tell you anything different. You walk in right. freedom, man, and people will envy that freedom. And then what, you have to walk in that freedom to walk in your power and authority. Because if you don't, you'll, you're you going to be on a roller coaster. You'll be up, and then when someone comes against you or somebody points a finger at you or someone doesn't like the, the post you posted on Facebook, whatever it is, man, you'll be going up and down. So we want to just bless everybody listening right now. And if... if if you've been struggling with that, we want you to call in, man. We want you to, uh, we want you to call in. We want to, we, we, we want to release some things over you. So that's what I think tonight is about: is to kind of walk in that freedom as we're finding who we are and we're walking in who we are. We want to just bless you in the midst of that. So we are opening up the phone lines on the second hour. The phone number to call is seven two four 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 four. Seven four four four, and you can enter the call ID number seven eight six four three pound, and uh, just push one for your ID number. And uh, so we're going to be opening up the phone lines. Anybody wants to call, and you have any questions or comments, or you want prayer, or anything like that, we are available to you guys tonight. So to piggyback off of that, man, walking in freedom, uh, Dan, what's up? Walking in freedom, man. Well, like you said, I mean. Me, I'm gonna share a quick thing that I shared when it first happened. But it probably happened about a two months ago. Man, we had our baby. Me and my wife got to go see Dr. Savy, and uh, he's 82 years old, bro. Acts like a four-year-old, 
guy was smoking joints back to back to back while we were there and just <laughs> free, bro, and just free. And he was like, and he says, man, I was a Jehovah's Witness. I was a Pentecostal. I was a, what did he say? He said, then I jumped to Islam. I was a Muslim. I tried Buddhism. But every time I became one of them, I automatically separated myself from the rest of them. So mm-hmm. I couldn't fully be happy. And as soon as I wound up saying, you know what, for the sake of the only way I'm going to be able to be connected with everybody and be cool with everybody is to be none of them. And the minute that he made that decision to be no longer any of those things, he became free. He's like, I'm 82 years mm-hmm. old, and I just got free not too long ago, and I'm getting freer and freer and freer. And I was like, for days, just thinking about that, bro, because he was like, I told uh, one of my friends the other day, it was like, all these things that I truly believe inside of me, and I want to just say it, so say it, talk all these things, but sometimes you feel like, you know, people, they don't agree or they won't accept. You want some kind of confirmation. And then here was this guy, like 82-year-old wise in front of me, you know, in my perception, saying the things that I really believe down inside my heart that I want to say, and it's almost like, like because he said it, he confirmed it for me that it's okay to believe it and say those things and to mm-hmm. be none of those things, which opens you up to love everybody. You know, yeah. so I've been, that's been the freedom that I've been walking in is just being and talking about it a lot in videos lately is like being okay and happy to be none of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, which automatically opens you to be everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's an enigma, and um, you understand power and authority and, and how to walk in that. Uh, I guess, Daniel, man, you got anything to piggyback on that? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, just talking about loving everybody and what he was talking about, you know, the ultimate goal, that is, is to be able to uh, share God's love with people. And so where I'm at and what I'm finding in my life is that it's real easy to love the people mm-hmm. who show you love. Mm-hmm. And like you two think it's real easy for you to feel good about them fans you got or who's buying your album and who's buying your shirt exactly. you know, and who's supporting you. But what about the people who, who not only don't support you but spit on you or shun you or the people who won't mm-hmm. have you? And so that's what the Lord's really working with on me because yeah. I find myself sometimes wanting to fluff my feathers out like a roof and strut around like I'm loving everybody. But what about my girlfriend's dad who thinks that I'm not fit to help her raise a child and who thinks... You know, mm-hmm. I'm just scum of the earth that hasn't given me the time of day. And so I just, you know, I feel it's just conquered and challenged in our hearts to even love the people who have shunned us and who yeah. have said that we ain't got nothing to do with God. And I think that's where the real battle lies, is in learning to love your enemy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. easy to love the people who love you. And so I think we, we constantly have to shift our perspective and try to see the world, even from their distorted perception for a moment, enough to, to at least to feel pity and to sympathize and to realize that this is our brother or sister too, and they're just blind like we are, you know, about something. Yeah. I think and I heard somebody say something, them. something along the lines of like, "He who loves everybody has no enemies." Like in their mind, they might be your enemy, but in your mind, they're not because you love them. Mm-hmm. True. Right, and I find myself acquiring enemies, and I'm wondering what's wrong with with the love in my heart. Why isn't it agape enough or unconditional enough to include them? Mhm. That's. I mean, that's a learning thing too, man. It's. Uh, you know, we go through seasons with that, and I remember 
when I, you know, was dealing with uh, the people at the cave or whatever, and um, when I knew that I was, you know, being led away from that, that I knew that I was trying to do it as gracefully as I could because I knew that the, you know, the, uh, you know, the bitterness and stuff would would creep up. So I tried to nip it in the bud from day one. I just started confessing it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, giving it to God, like I don't want to be bitter. I just want to walk in love, whatever. And I was doing good, but eventually that junk kicked in. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it because it was just going deeper and deeper, and the Lord just it's like allowing me to sense these deeper, you know, levels of rejection, like he experienced. Man, he was rejected of all his peers. Man, you know what I'm saying? And right. um, so you know, he was allowing me to experience that and his suffering, and that's how we know him. Not only in his resurrection, but also in his suffering. So that's something that you know what I'm saying we had to go through. And the scriptures say, "Woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets." And so, yeah, man, mm-hmm. if you're, um, yeah, you got you got to be, you know, this isn't about people pleasing. It's and it's not about being an asshole either. You know, it's just about you know what I'm saying just, you know, what I'm saying following Christ and just not even debating over what he said and. And talking about it, but just simply doing it. And if we could just simply do what he did, we doing have nothing to worry about. Doing it and expecting it. All right. Yeah. One and the same, right? Yeah. Man. They go, they go hand in hand with that spirit of uh, expectation, you know? Yeah, you do with the expectation that what he says is going to happen is going to happen. And that includes the negative. That includes the haters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It comes with it, man. He, he almost he almost spoke more, more about haters and dealt with haters than the majority of the scriptures, man. It's crazy. Right. <laughs> as soon as they're ready to hate, I want to be ready to love them. You know, I want to be able yeah. to Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? This is you know, Because we don't war against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities in high places, we're not fighting against people. I'm not fighting against a pastor or... Uh, a church or something like that. These are these are spirits, man, and uh, so they've been here a lot longer than you know we have. And I think uh, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, you know, and uh, I think all these things will be added unto us. And right. uh, you know, first of all, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil; he'll flee. Just make sure that we're submitted to God on every le- every level. And one of those levels is our bitterness and our, you know. Our ego, dealing with that ego, like caring about what people think about us, you know? Right. Got to get over that. But still use wisdom and not just be like, oh, I don't care what nobody says. I'm going to follow God. And you be out there doing your own thing. It's good to have a uh, a circle of trust and people who, who understand you. And that's why the scriptures say that the spirit of the prophets are subject unto the prophets. You're not going to go to just a regular pastor and start breaking down this prophetic stuff that you've been dealing with and these voices you've been hearing and these visions you've been seeing and get him like, oh, yeah, brother, I, I believe that, man. <laughs> not not <laughs> even the Christian evangelical churches we're dealing with, man. They'll, dude, they'll nip that in the bud ASAP, ASAP. So that's why we have to come together. We have to speak about our experiences, all of them, and put them out there because there's other young men and women who are going through the same stuff. And they're going through hell dealing with these with these people, right? So that's right. why it's so powerful for us to understand who we are, walk in our callings, and just put ourselves out there, you know. And it's it's not for us; it's for it's for it's for the people. It's to help other people. And I can tell you, and Dan can tell you, I know we all have stories of our inboxes being flooded with people 
who have been encouraged and in tears and being healed through how open that we've, we, we, you know what I'm yes. saying, we've been. When we yes, could right. hold it back and we could keep it to ourselves or nobody wants to hear that or I don't want to seem vulnerable and all this stuff. Or no. I don't want to deal with rejection anymore. I'm tired of the arguing. I'm over it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, AJ, you still on the line, man? Yes, sir. I'm here. No doubt, no doubt. I've just been uh, enjoying the conversation, just listening to what's going on, where you guys are at. Uh, one of the things that I would have thrown in there is uh, the power of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because um, for me personally, uh, I'll throw a little bit of background in here real quick. But, um, you know, I was a, a meth addict for quite a few years. And, uh, you know, I've been a drug addict for <laughs> a long time in my life. Not something that I'm proud of, but just, you know, I never went to doctors. I just went to dealers. Um, and I had a lot of mental issues myself uh, back in the day. And not saying that I don't have them anymore, but just, you know, they're a little more under control these days. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the point <laughs> being, uh, <laughs> you know, but the point being that, uh, you know, I, I found freedom in the power of forgiveness. The, the very first time that um, I was in rehab back in 2000, going through a uh, 12-step Christ Center program, which is actually where I ran into God because I was an atheist for the earlier 15 years of my life, and I didn't believe in God at all. So for me to actually go to a Christian place was a pretty big deal. But I I wanted help, and they were the cheapest place that I could get into. And so while I was there, I learned about the power of forgiveness, and the way that they explained it to me made a lot of sense. And I've always tried to explain it to people like this. You know, everybody doesn't deserve God's forgiveness. Like, we all don't. You know, it says in the Bible, like, we're all in the same boat, which is why I can relate to everybody, because essentially we're all in the same boat, you know, in one way, shape, form, or fashion. But mm-hmm. with forgiveness, like, it brought me to this place where I could see that anybody who had wronged me, regardless of how bad the offense was, like, it wasn't right, and for me to forgive them wasn't saying that I thought it was okay what they did to me. No, it was the fact that I wanted God's forgiveness for all the crap that I had done. And they mm-hmm. deserved the same forgiveness for all the crap that they had done, just like I did. But none of us deserved it. It was just that God gave it to us freely. And so the only condition that I really had in order to receive forgiveness was the willingness to say what they did to me wasn't okay, but I still choose to forgive them anyway. And when I did that and I extended mercy instead of judgment, oh, my gosh, like the change just fell off. You know, it was like stuff that I had been dealing with for 15 years, anger and rage and violent dreams and nightmares and all this negative. It was like a negative cloud that followed me around everywhere. All, All at once, it was just demolished. It was destroyed the moment that I made that decision to forgive. And so I always talk about the power of forgiveness to people um, that don't understand, because a lot of people don't understand the power of forgiveness, you know? What you're carrying around when you don't forgive somebody is the very thing that causes you to be in torment. It doesn't hurt them at all. It's like you're Mm -hmm. carrying around the burden that you want them to carry, but it's all on you, you know? And so it's not worth it. (laughs) Yeah. So I know this is all... uh, very basic stuff, but for some reason I just felt led together, so I did. Well, I mean, 
I think the basics get overlooked, though, because that's like what you're saying. I mean, Christ told us that if we don't forgive, then we won't be forgiven. So exactly. that's kind. Of, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer, but we understand that obviously Christianity has overlooked the basics here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, well, um, and another thing too about that is is and you know, and I'm not like trying to uh, talk bad about a particular belief system or whatever, but like we hear about karma all the time, you know, and how like you know the negative energy you put out is going to come back on you. Well, like in reality, in the kingdom of God, that's not necessarily true. Um. And that's the thing that I have found. Like, most most of what I did deserve, I didn't get. And it would I freak did. me out. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, I deserved way worse than what I got. Well, let me ask you that. Is that and, in Christ or is that before Christ? Is that after that Christ? That was in Christ. No, that was okay. that, that, both, sort of. I mean, no, I did experience that. Yeah, beforehand, man, got some major whammies. You're right. I never, yeah. I never really made the distinction there, but... But yeah, in Christ, like I find that the uh, consequences that I would expect to receive for my mistakes are just totally dim. Yeah, I got a tag. With... I got a tag. Go mm-hmm. for it. Because <laughs> uh, like I'm listening to me, this sounds like a kind of like a schism that a lot of us go through wrestling around. The yeah. thing about the thing about deserving will your sinful flesh or your fallen flesh, the one who actually believes that it's real, like its own individual identity, that thing don't deserve anything because the whole thing is founded and based on a lie. It's an illusion that you created in your mind. But the higher part of who you are that you inherit through Christ, which is I am presence and I am consciousness, that thing is deserving and worthy of all that the Father has because it is the Son of God. And a lot of times we go back and forth (laughs) giving partial credit to... One thing, we say, well, in Christ, I didn't deserve blah, blah, blah. But that's not true, because in Christ, you are the Son of God. And you are fully worthy of all of who the Father is. It says that he was pleased to put all the fullness of who he was in the Son. And if we are in the Son, then we are, that part of us is totally worthy of all who the Father is and all that he has for us. But we can, like, go back and forth and, like, put some of the qualities and characteristics of our old fallen sinful individual identity on who we are now in Christ and mix them up and then it gets weird. That that lie Dude, that as is, long as we You're exactly right. That's weird. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but I no, think that I'm it's something you. that a lot of us I think that it's just something that a lot of us naturally as we're like as we're it's following through this thing into this territory where we it's the end goal is to fully receive and believe in your mind 100% that you are the Son of God and that you are one with Him and that you are totally worthy of all the blessings and love and grace that He gives you. But along the way, as we're shedding different things, along the way, as we're like letting go of old ideas and, and learning more things and just believing Jesus at His Word, in the middle of that walking out process, until we're in the perfection of His light, we're going to constantly keep on letting these memories of that old self get intermixed and tangled up and stuff, and we have to constantly keep unraveling the things and keep the two separate, <clears throat> who you were and who you are in him. Thank you. That was awesome. I appreciate that. Are you there? Watts, where are you at? Yeah, where are you at, Daniel Watts? Hey, man, I agree with that completely, but like, I'm thinking about how the word says he'll hide us in the shadow of his wings, and I know that 
death was coming, man, I could feel it around every corner before I repent. And I know that Christ absorbed my karma on the cross. Yeah. I watched it. And so that's, I think that Derek really hit the nail on the head when he asked, is this before or after Christ? Because right, after exactly. Christ yeah. in my life, he, he came and he absorbed my karma on the cross. Yeah. And that's why the yeah. death and the resurrection is significant for each and every one of us because we all owe God a debt. Yeah. You know, it's his life that he, his precious life he breathed into us that allowed us, you know, to, to go that far yeah, in our I lives. Do, I do believe that we do reap what we sow, and I think that's a universal law rather than just a, a Christian law yeah. or something like that, or a biblical law. It's universal. Whatever you do with it, and so it, it just is. And so this is what the Lord's showing me. It's like everything that we do, whatever we speak, whatever we. Say and just like Dan's favorite scripture, as a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he be. You know yes. the th- the thoughts that you think, and then so the manifestation that you speak it and you create it as you speak it, and you dwell upon it in your heart. So um, there is those laws there that are in effect. So that if we go around messing people over, you know, and things like that, and 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 thinking that they won't be, you know, some type of retribution, which a lot of people do, man, you know. Um, so I do believe that there's, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying there's 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 that which, you know, we can call karma, we can call whatever, but um so I think that I think that should motivate us too in a sense to to kind of do good works, you know what I'm saying? That right. um you know, and so that I and I guess in a sense just simply just treat other people the way that you want to be treated. I don't want people to steal from me. I don't want people to talk bad about me. I don't want people to, you know, Covet my belongings, you know what I'm saying? And this is all the law. This is all the scriptures made made manifest through the Son, uh, being fulfilled through our lives, right? Just just something as simplistic as that. So, to do that, we're, we're you know what I'm saying? We're keeping the law, and this is all universal law. It's like all one and the same. It's a beautiful picture in how the Lord's just showing how practical it is. And it's nothing like let's break out our Bibles and study. And like you, you can do that, but <laughs> it, it has to become practical for you, man. It, it, you know, and it yeah. is mysticism. It is crazy. It is crazy, but it has to become. You have to under see because we're playing the game, and many people are playing a game that they have no idea how the game's played. But once you read the rules of the game and you learn some tricks and you learn you learn these different things and you learn how the game is played, then you have strategy, you know how to do things. But many people are playing a game that they have no idea how this game is played or how this war is fought, this war for our mind, this war for our families, our understanding, uh, this reality that we're you know living in. Um, all of this stuff has rules. And once we understand that, we can learn that through the scriptures and then intimacy with the Father. And then so once we learn that, then these things come into play and all things become new. And it's like, wow, we're walking like Christ now. Christ blessed something yes. and it was blessed. Christ cursed something, it was cursed. I have that power. No, you don't. You're, yeah. you're just yeah. No, I have that power. You have oh, that yeah. power. We have that power. So when you understand like it, you walk in faith and you walk in expectancy. You walk in expectancy and to in the power of Christ. So the scriptures say that the Holy Ghost has come upon you so that you can receive power to be witnesses. Not so you can feel good and not so you know when you know when to uh you know, be convicted of sin and the Holy Ghost just convicts you of sin. No, you you receive the Holy Ghost to receive power to be like Christ. Because he is in you, and he is you, and you are Christ on this earth. 
We're his body. We are the literal body of Jesus leaving and coming yes, back through yes, millions yes, of yes, people, yes. forming a body to move on the earth. This is how he wants to do it. So we have to understand the roles that we play, where we fit in, and and, and we are that body. And, and so and, and I think this kind of goes into something me and uh, Daniel were talking about earlier about everyone being connected. And there's some things that, that Daniel wanted to bring out about that. So everybody being connected and everybody being a part of one body, this universal body. So, uh, Daniel, if you want to go into that a little bit, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I just think it's important to remember that, you know, no one of us is more valuable than the next or than the other. We all have special gifts and talents. And, again, here we go to something so simple that, that we all have worth in God's eyes. But, like we said, that simplicity gets overlooked. I'm constantly having to remind myself to simplify, 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 because we know mm-hmm. all the human's mind's nature to complicate things. And what have we done in our sin but complicated God's plan? You know, that's really what we've done. It's complicated His simple plan, which is for us to live in constant communion and in fellowship with Him. And so as we find ourselves separated, if you're looking for that lifeline, you're someone who don't know what you might have to offer the Father or what you might have to offer the brothers and sisters in the body. Look, look at what you're good at. And look at, look at what your strengths are. It's important to be focusing on those daily and to be honing your skills and to be, you know, to sharpen your mind and to use the tools that you've been given in the most mm-hmm. effective way possible. And I just think it's so important to know that each one of us has something to offer. And what really helped me to do that was I was raised Native. We spent a couple of years on the reservation. And one of the first mm-hmm. things I was taught as I was learning the Cherokee language which is very small, and a lot of their words shared meaning. For instance, Tonka means not only spirit, but also mystery. Same word for mystery means spirit, because what is spirit but a mystery to, to most men? But the word for people translates to sacred mirror or holy mirror. And, and as I thought about that and I began to meditate on that, I realized that, you know, everyone I'd met, even people from the farthest from from my walk of life, if I look at them in the eyes of compassion, if I look at them in the eyes of truth and in the eyes of love, I could see someone not so different than myself. It goes back to God breathed that same spirit of life into us in the beginning mm-hmm. that he life into man. And so it's our circumstances and it's the, our conditioning and the way we're raised that makes us different. But as you look into the eyes of another and we're tempted to judge that person or to call them a hater, to cast them out, and say they're no good to the kingdom. You know, God has spent just as much time creating that person as he did Einstein or, you know, Napoleon or any of these old heroes of our history. I just feel like it's important for each person to know that God is spending as much time on you, shaping you through your circumstances in your everyday life as he did on these people that we revere as great and that, and that some people even worship. You know, you have to know... <laughs> you have something to offer. Oh, tag. You there? Yeah, man. <laughs> My headphones going in and out. So I, I was looking at a something that I posted the other day, and uh, I want to talk about it. Go, two two quick things that I have wrote. I've been in the spirit so much the last couple of days, bro, but 
One thing me and Kathy late last night, uh, the night before, was laughing at this. I said, all of a sudden, I said, the only difference between you, the only difference between me and any other human being on the planet are the lies that we've agreed to. You know? Because mm-hmm. all, all ideas other than the fact that we are one is a lie. <laughs> Whatever package you want to put it in, Whatever words you want to choose to convey your idea or concept or philosophy, whatever it is, if it's not, hey, we're one, then it's a lie. So the only thing that keeps us divided and keeps us having any kind of difference one from the the next is whatever set of lies that we've agreed to in our mind. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I want to jump from that one just to this other one right here, which is where I was really wanting to go when Derek was talking. I wrote, if we all stopped using titles, religious jargon, and labels, and all came to the table just as ourselves and shared instead of taught, which is what we're doing right now. And it's only natural when you feel like somebody's trying to teach you something like you don't know, you get defensive. But if we just, like, I don't want to teach you anything. I just want to share what's on my heart, what I've seen, and I want to listen to you share with me what you've seen. So if we all share instead of taught what our perception and perspective is on reality, using universally understood words like love, life, light, and power, and illustrations from everyday life like fishing, carpentry, and gardening, just like Jesus, then we would be pleasantly surprised that we are actually in the same reality. <laughs> Everybody would automatically fall in the same boat. Glorious. Yeah. And it, take, it takes wisdom to know, like, to, to go out of your way to purposely sidestep falling into a lot of, like, Christianese language or some sort of way of putting it that's going to box you into one section of people to try to keep yourself on purpose using these universal ways of communicating. Yeah. You know what? And it's, it's, it's weird because, in a sense, we're in the middle of the seesaw right now. Not for our sake, but for the sake of others. So when people, when the Christians here is using New Age terms... And then the New Agers here is using Christian terms. They get offended, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they try to, you know, they get, oh, he's talking about the Bible again and blah, 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 blah. And the Bible is this and the Bible, and the Christians are this and my pastor is this, blah, blah, blah. And then it's the other way around. So it's like we're being used daily to deal with that person's ego to get past the titles, to get past yeah. the boxes that they've allowed others to, to create for them and, and say, you know, this is what they are. There was uh what's his name? Damon Thompson, man. He had a he had a great sermon and he was they was talking about taking up some for some people at his church or whatever and um and said, Oh yeah, he's just another tattooed preacher. I know how they are. I've seen those guys. He said, No, you've never seen one like me and then they had all these other people in the church. There's a big black guy who sings really good. Uh there's another black gospel guy singing in the choir. We know what we know how they are. I've seen those guys, and you've never seen one like him. Oh, we know uh-huh. how those women pastors are. There's a, there's a woman pastor there. We know we know how they are. Oh, yeah, you've never seen one like her, you know. So just to move outside of these preconceived notions, you know what I'm saying, to become who you are, and then so I'm telling you, man, this, like the freedom and joy is, we have to be free. We have to, like, God is really doing something right now. And I want everybody who's listening to understand that. You guys feel it. Uh, I think you're listening to this for a reason. You, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be listening this long if you didn't feel something in your stomach, like something is about to happen. I'm a part of something greater. 
and and we are and so the deep cries out unto deep and so what's crazy man right now is there's so many people who are resonating with it and it could be, it doesn't have to be me or you anybody could raise up with the knowledge of Christ and when they do what do we do we allow them to come onto the platform we have so many people affiliated with what I do affiliated with MBK and every single one of them are ball players Every single person who comments on your feed, like, we're a family. Like, we really are. Like, we know each other outside of Facebook. We we fellowship in the spirit. And I just want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Sky, Corey, uh, Chanel, uh, everybody, man, Dane, um, everybody, uh, Jacqueline. Like we 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 are an army. Send man. me we send are, me a link. Send me a link to the to the chat. Like, just go to the website and it's going to pull up. Just go to the website. It'll pull up. Okay. Mythicist.me. Everybody's in the chat room. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> we're just showing love, man. But And it's so whenever you speak up, and we just, this is just kind of the, the theme, when you become who you are and you are confident in who you are and you, you, you speak and touch on these topics, you release something in that person. You move them to jealousy. You move them to envy after what you have, you know? Yo, and, that's, uh, what, that's what in the New Testament it says that uh, – you know, when the the Jews or whatever turned on Jesus and, the, and that Christ was sent first to the Jews, they didn't want him and they crucified him. It says now the message of Christ is going to go out to the Gentiles to provoke the Jews to jealousy yeah. to return. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that was my Take tag. Take it, son. Take it. Tag. Give me oh, it. it was just, I mean, just the freedom. We're provoking the world to jealousy. It's like that's the whole point of the gospel. He, like, gets us all so jacked up on life that, like, everybody around us is like, what have you been smoking? Where can I get some? You know, like, it's yeah. just because we're having so much fun and so full of joy. It's That's yeah. the revelation. He just wanted to pour out that new wine. In, inside of all of us broken clay pot and animate us dry bones back to like living action. It's like, you know, the cosmic circus going on through all these nobodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way yeah. I see it. You know, it's a big party. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm excited and, I, and it's all about just understanding who I am. I'm, a, you know, and it's a daily process, though. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so yeah. many roles that I've played, and there's so many roles that I've I've been. You know what I'm saying? And so to understand, like, there's a there's still a piece in that when we understand that we have to become all things to all men so that we can win some. And so Absolutely. to the addict, you know, we can sympathize with the addict. We can we can sympathize with the fatherless, with the orphans, with the widows. You know what I'm saying? Those who you know, have no identity because we know what it's like to have no identity and be searching through substance yeah. and through uh, you know, images on like, you know, like artists, music artists and things like that to try to, you know, have some type of idol and, and, and people that we look up to and things like that. When our identity is hidden in Christ. And I'm telling you, we have to understand that you will go mad. You will go crazy of, of letting people tell you who you are. And until oh, you yeah. understand who you are, they're 
going to be able to tell you who you are. So that's what's so important about getting in the scriptures and understanding the promises and understanding who God created you to be and who you are and, and that there's greatness inside of each and every one of us listening right now. And yes. so our our job as disciples, our jobs as, as prophets is to reach into your spirit and call that forth, call that greatness forth to inspire you to do good works, to inspire you to seek after God for yourselves. And I just take our journey but take it as an example. Take it as something that encourages you to go deeper because the, the waters get a lot deeper. So we want to just encourage everybody listening, man. We want to, uh, you know, fan the flame that's within every person, every single person. Whether you, I know we're using a lot of Christianese tonight or whatever, but um, whether you're a Christian or not, there's a flame and a fire within every single person that is put there by our Creator, and we're gonna blow on that tonight. With, and so that's what prophesying is when we speak out the things of God and Come we on, reach y'all. in spiritually. <laughs> we'll blow it into the mic. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man. So you know why? No, I'm telling you because because it's resonating, man. It's resonating with everybody. Um, yeah. And so we're uh, even like, I don't even know anymore. We're just taking it day by day. I, I try to make plans for things to happen. And, and and they don't. You know what I'm saying? You have to be led by the Spirit. You know, those who are, are led by the, the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. And that's the only way. You have to be led by the Spirit. You can't do it of your own free will, your own, uh, you know, ideas and thinking and, and studying and all that. All that's good and fun, but you got to, it comes from intimacy with the Father, to know Him intimately, to know His heart. And then, so the revelation that I just want to be growing deeper in as of lately is understanding the revelation of being a friend of God. Like he no longer calls us servants, but calls us friends. Well, and the revelation that God is looking for friends. What are you talking about? God is looking for friends. He's got a lot of performers. He's got a lot of Christians. He's got a lot of Buddhists. He's got a lot of Muslims. He's got a lot of he, angels. But he don't have a lot of friends, and so God is looking for friends, man. He no man, God calls suffers you from that. Friends. God suffers from that uh, Hollywood star syndrome. You know? <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're too big of a persona, you know. It's too hard yeah, to have yeah, no friends just because of who I yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. They're just there because of who I am. It's just there because we're having a party. You know, we're having a party, but then the next morning when the party's (laughs) over, you guys are gone. (laughs) That was good. That was reading the other day, bro. The thing is, like, okay, like you said, we we can talk all different different kinds of vocabulary, vernacular, but probably wind up using a lot of Bible talk. But then uh, reading just a couple things lately, and it's like, Dude, there's so much stuff right there in your face that we make it too complicated. Like, it can't straight up really mean exactly what it says. And because yeah. we can't just take things at face value exactly it is what it says, we can't walk into receiving those actual things. But when you start just looking at it like a little kid that, well, it says this, so I'm going to believe that's what it is. And I was reading, I came across uh, a passage in John chapter 14 where two times back to back Jesus was like, ask me for, ask the Father for anything in my name and I'll do it for you. And then like two sentences later, he's like, whatever you ask, I will do it for you. If you love me and keep my commandments, then I'll do the things for you. And he, and he gives two reasons. So 
so that the Father in heaven may be glorified and so that your joy may be full. So it's like, yeah. dang, he's offering me that, you know, as long as I'm walking in love and, and staying true to that law of the spirit of life, that anything that I, any intention I put in my mind, it will come to me. And that the reason why he's given me this power is so that I can be full of joy. That I give credit to God who's doing it for me and that I'll be full of joy. It's like, as a... Somebody's burnt the truck. <laughs> Somebody's burnt some toast. Sorry, I was backing up. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing he said. That he says on more than one occasion, "I want you to be full of joy." Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a pretty good meter of judging where you're at in this thing. It's like, how full of yeah. joy are you? Because if you really realize oh, no this favor that you have with the creator of the universe or the source of everything, like you, you, like you just said, like. He wants to be your friend, and he wants to do anything that is on your heart that you have yeah. the faith to come to him with an intention and, and put it out there into the universe and believe that this can come back to you. It can manifest. Anything that you have the faith to believe can come to be. That's going to give you joy once you start seeing evidence that it's actually true. It's actually mm-hmm. true. You know, and to just be walking in joy every day. Ah. <sighs> Free. <laughs> Bliss, man. And I tell you what, though, like on top of that, knowing that, you know, he, you know, he's our friend is that when I was um, when I was lost, dude, and I, I was lost, I was out there as a, as a teenager, lost, hurt, broken, without a father. Um, and and whenever whenever I was out there, man, I was flirting with suicide, all kind of stuff. And then when he came into my life, like I was always, I was, I was depressed and everything, man, and always felt alone, and it was crazy. It really was crazy. Like I think that's what got me into like the crazy Satanism and stuff like that, because I was, dude, I was so alone as a kid. I felt so alone that I was trying to reach out to spirits, dog. Like, I was trying to reach out to demons and stuff to talk to because I was so alone, right? And so I got out there really, really far. And then when he came into my life and filled me with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's been with me ever since, I've never felt alone ever again. And when I'm sitting in the living room and, you know, watching TV or reading a book or whatever, I've got somebody there who who is a friend who wants to talk to me, someone who is closer than a brother. Right. Yo, I just and listen. It, hold on. You never see like on a on a show or on a movie or something. It'd be like maybe back to back in two rooms. You know, two lonely people, like two apartments backed up to each other. Two lonely people in the rooms. You know, all they want is a friend. God's in one room. He's like, man, I don't have any good friends. Derek's in the next room. Like, man, I'm so lonely. I'd rather talk to demons than nothing. And you're you're right there next to each other, both just wanting a real friendship, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's real. It's real out there. <laughs> no doubt. It's deep, I was, man. I was it really actually is deep. thinking the same thing. It was like, dude, you must have been hell lonely to be like, well, ain't nobody around. Fuck you. I'm going to talk to demons. <laughs> hey, man. I'm telling you, dude. I heard, I heard they're a sure thing. You know, you give them a call, they're coming no matter what. No, they will, dude. They will. No, I understand. I'm just being silly, man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you laughed about it. I was going I'll, crazy. I'll man. talk about my experiences with that later. You'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be. You coming on the podcast? About my experiences with that on the podcast. But we'll, yeah, we'll get and into then we'll that nitty gritty later. 
And then we're going to laugh at you when you put your heart out That's there. That's fine. No. <laughs> I'm joking, man. No, I would okay. never do that. No. Uh, Daniel, I, so I, hey, I haven't heard Daniel in a while. So, Daniel, man, what's up with these demons? Daniel, man? What's going you better, on with these devils? Daniel, you've got a baby coming. I don't talk about the devil. Talk about the baby. you got a baby coming up here. <laughs> yeah, I sure do, man. But I want to talk on that, actually, because I feel like, you know, maybe yeah. we all do it our own way. But I really relate to him. Like, I just want to say, man, and this is my little story of it, how you can be so alone to reach out to demons. Now, see, I was raised Church of Christ, actually. But my mother wasn't a real Church of Christ who'd been washed in the blood and baptized by fire. She was somebody who was raised by a grandpa who was just Church of Christ preacher. Now, I, I've seen some videos of him that were taken long before I was born, which proves to me that he had the real Holy Spirit. But all my mom heard was the fear, and it just goes to show that, you know, you'll find what you're looking for. But she was, she saw a God shaking his fist at, shaking his fist at her and uh, ready to strike her with a lightning bolt for thinking she did wrong, and she told a lie. And she used to fill my head with all these stories and that the Church of Christ was the only ones going to heaven, and this yeah. is what she was taught, and every other church was a lie and all this. And so I was actually, as a small child, my parents got divorced before I was turned two. And I remember being a child laying in the bed saying the same repetitive same prayer every night, you know, for God to protect the ones I love and, and to let my parents live long and happy lives because I was horrified of them dying and uh, being alone in this time of revelation because my mom made it clear that we're living in the end of the world. So I used to pray every night for, for the end of the world not to come tomorrow to let us just have one more day with our family. And over time, when I didn't get an answer from God, because there I was praying for fear, and not necessarily to the true God, who I didn't understand for love and truth and compassion and all these beautiful things, you know, I started to reach out to demons and to devils because I just wanted a response. And I didn't feel like anybody was answering my prayers, so I started praying whoever I thought might listen. And the responses that I got are scary, you know, and, and how far how deep I went into it. But I know exactly what it's like to be yeah. so long to reach out to the dark spirit. Mm-hmm. You, you learn that they're playful as a child, you know, and, and that they're itching to play with you. All you yeah. have to do is reach out to them, toss them the ball. And yeah. what they so I did. I, I did too, brother. I would laugh at that. Yeah, man. Um, me and Daniel got to talking a couple of weeks ago. We had one of our deep discussions, man, and it was so crazy that uh, we were kind of confessing things one to another, wow. things that you really wouldn't want to put out there to the public just because it sounds so insane of these personal tribulations that a person can go through um, walking with the Lord and the, the different things he puts you through to kind of develop character and, and kind of make sure that you really want this, this walk and you want to you know follow him to the ends of the earth. and. We were just sharing some things, and it was crazy that he would confess some things, and I was I went through the same things that he did, right? And so, but he he thought that he was the only one going through that. I thought I was the only one who have ever you know what I'm saying been through that. And then so it's crazy that once we confess it, we find you know we find healing, and that's what the scripture says mm-hmm. that your sins when right. you faults one to another, you'll find healing. And so it can't. We were just saying that one this morning. It can't that hide meant a lot to me, too, more. to know I wasn't the only one going through. Oh, yeah. And oh, man, please, let me out. apologize. Like, because I, I totally didn't mean anything by my joke or whatever. Me and Derek know each other pretty we well. Know that. So 
I, yeah, we're just picking on you, man. Clear that, like, no, I've had my own experiences with a demonic, and it is definitely not funny, man, at all. And you know, I was in a desperate place like that, which we'll but, get into uh, on my podcast. Yeah. But I just, I just wanted everybody to know, for the sake of people who don't know me or have never known. You know, I would never just, like, bust out on somebody laughing like that. Like, that would no. You know what? We know. You know what? I, know. I will say this. I know, Derek. He, he, we've, we've had this conversation before, so it's not yeah. like the first time. You know? Yeah. I so have been in church services where there will be, like, a pastor come in, and he will mock this stuff from the pulpit. Oh, and I, yeah, I, I no, remember the whole yeah. church laughing, whole church laughing about deliverance ministry, about demons. And everything he they had the whole church laughing, and it was me and about four of us on the road. And we've all been through deliverance ministry that changed our lives, man, really. And, oh, uh, yeah. and people they had everybody laughing hysterically. It's like, is, are we on the Truman Show or something? What is going on? <laughs> this whole <laughs> and and this dude is like doing it strategically. It's really weird about how they're trying to like program uh, people. Think, of, think about how, <laughs> how demonic that is, because whatsoever man thinks in his heart, so shall he be. So you get a yeah, whole crowd exactly. of people saying, "Oh, there ain't no such thing as demons or deliverance." Well, or Christians any kind can't of be like touched. That. Yeah. Right. Oh man, this is the Western USA, man. Like, there's no demons here. What are you talking <laughs> about? Like, this country was founded on Christian principles. We're uh, <laughs> we're all Christians here, man. Like, you know. <laughs> it's a joke, bro. Yeah. I mean, I think they do that, though, so that when people like myself or the other people who have been through that uh, start speaking about that, those people are already nipping in the bud. Well, you know, Pastor said there was no such thing as a Christian being possessed or oppressed. Christians can't be oppressed with demons. Right. He, he must That's not a be a Christian. He must yeah. not be a Christian. The funny thing is, I have had this conversation. While I was in the middle of a deliverance session with somebody that was screaming, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and they're like, "A Christian That's can't perfect. have a demon." I'm like, "What's call that?" Yeah, <laughs> That's not a normal Christian right there. She's screaming and foaming at the mouth, her tongue's about to fall out of her head. Yeah, <laughs> she's just going yeah. through some stuff. She, she didn't quite believe completely. Like she was, you know, ninety yeah. percent holy. The other ten percent was hanging on. <laughs> get, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, it's real. So, I mean, but, you know, the whole, I mean, with the whole laughing thing with us, we have to laugh about it because if we don't, it'll drive us mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, this Absolutely, is. Absolutely, man. This is like the Truman Show. This this state. Somebody scripted this. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. So, you have to, right. kind of, to kind of laugh about it once you come out of the other side. If not, you know. The enemy kind of got the upper hand on you, so we can laugh about it a little back on it. We got the the scars and the badges yeah. to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. My main thing was it. I just I just wanted people to know that we're listening. Like they shouldn't hesitate to talk about something if it's weird or whatever, because we've all pretty much experienced yeah. this type of stuff, supernatural phenomenon, you know, yeah. paranormal activities, uh, all those kind of things are normal for us. So, you know, we can mm-hmm. laugh about it, but it's like definitely not to discount anyone else's experience. Yeah. I think that's important, AJ, because they may not realize you're a weirdo. You know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Thank you for pointing that out. That. I'm glad you made that clear. Yeah, yeah. You saw my <laughs> selfie today. I already farted my rainbows. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. 
All right, so I'm going to give the number out again because we don't have we don't have any callers. I want to make sure that the number is working and everything. So if anybody wants to call in, get in on the uh, on the discussion, say hello. If you want a uh, prayer for anything like that, uh, don't hesitate to call. I got the number on the site. The number is on Facebook, and and again, the number is seven two four 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 seven four four four. Seven eight six four three pound is the call ID number. You can call in, and we want to hear from you, man. Just call in and touch us, man. Let us know what's going on, and uh, we look forward to speaking with you guys. And a lot of people uh, in the chat room, man. A lot of people listening live. This is pretty cool. So it's been a while since we've you know done a, a podcast. Me and you know Dan used to do these every week. He used to help me uh, host them. We had some crazy discussions, man. You know. <laughs> Some deep stuff that, like, man, I, I forgot all that knowledge that I dropped in that one, man. It's like doing the studies and the breakdown, <laughs> the crystal stuff. Dude, I wish I had those podcasts we did on yeah. the crystals. They were good, dude. I wish you had them too. Uh, no, I like I, um, I, I'm going to do it. I've got to do the studying again just to, because me and you talked about it, you know? So I'm yeah. going to put that out. And the crystals in the Bible, man, and how. You know, this stuff's all throughout the Bible with the energy and the crystals and frequencies. Yeah, we can. We was we was pulling it out, bro. Yeah, man, it was deep. I was like That's talking awesome. about the the scepters and the crowns, but we got to do it again. We got to do it. We got to do it. It's not out there. I found this book the other day uh, talking about the Lord's Prayer and the chakras, and I was like, man, I really want to check that out. Like, you know, most people don't just connect those two dots right there, or you know, I've never heard that stuff mentioned in the same paragraph before, let alone the same book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so anything like that, I'm always attracted to just to see what people are, you know, getting out of it. Yeah, totally, totally. So, what are you guys feeling, man? Well, I want to go back to my question to Daniel about his child. He's got a child that runs away, I think. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you putting me on the spot about that, dude. She's healthy. She's doing good, man. I'm really proud of my lady, too, because she's had to it's make a boy? serious. Nah, it's, it's a girl, actually. It's a girl. It's a girl. Okay. Yeah, when was she her. born? Oh, she she's not born yet. She'll be born September 9th. Oh, okay. So but you I have already have a daughter that's okay. over a year old. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew that. I was, uh, I, I, I thought he meant like you had a newborn that was like just recently born. Almost. Now, it won't be long though. Yeah. Coming up soon. Okay. I've just been really impressed with my lady too, and like I just know that I found the one because I don't know what it was about these cutthroat females, but that's what I was attracted to, and she's just so different than any other girl I'd have ever chosen for myself. It just God reminds me every day that He chose her for me, and I'm watching yes, her grow right so it's to accommodate this child, you know. It's hard work on a woman carrying a child. I know you know, Dan. And I know you know, Derek, too. But mm-hmm. it's a I don't thing know. to watch take place, you know. So that, it, it's, uh, you know, of course, it's between us and between the family, but a lot of it is so between the woman and God. And it's just amazing to me to see her rise into the occasion, you know, a young female who's ready to be a mother, man. It's just beautiful. I appreciate y'all praying for us. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro, I'm excited it's, with this wave of kids coming in right now at this time, bro. They're going to be, like, so advanced. And so I was staring at my son the other day, and I was telling some. we got a guest down here with us from France. And I was telling her, I'm like, 
Man, it's really like, uh, you know, no matter how good of an example somebody wants to be. When I first had my son, I was telling my mom, I was like breaking down some 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 hidden mysteries in the in the beginning of Genesis. It's really talking about the fall, you know, the fall of consciousness. I was like, I'm going to be partially responsible for the fall of my son into not understanding truth and reality, no matter how good I try to reveal the truth, no matter how good of a dad I want to be, he's going to misinterpret me, he's going to see certain flaws in me, he's going to blah, blah, I'm going to be partly responsible for programming the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, evil in him, even though I don't want to, you know, and to the best yeah. of my ability, I'm going to reveal the tree of life to him. But then I was sitting down to him the other day, and I was just thinking, like, usually it takes us to, you know, it might be 15 or 25 or 40 or 50 years old to where you have your breakthrough moment, and you have been revealed the mystery Christ in you and you accept and you receive and realize, wow, God is in you and, and you can move forward from there. But if you've been told ever since you were born, hey, Christ is in you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The power of God is inside you. All of who God is in is, is inside of you. And, and you're just immersed in that from the time you're born. I mean, can you imagine the difference when you're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old? I mean, you're going to keep growing in that knowledge and understanding for your whole life, but to never have not, like I always say, I'm really grateful that even though Daniel, just like you were saying, like I grew up with a really messed up version of, of uh, you know, Father God being a judging all my sins and going to rain hellfire down on me from being wrong, but at least I always remember having a concept of God and Jesus in my life. I never didn't know Jesus, or that Jesus was real, or that Jesus was there, my my interaction with it and reception of it has changed and evolved, but I've always had a concept of God and Jesus there, but it took me all the way till just, you know, in the last seven years to find Christ in me, God in me, and become one with God, so like, if you can right. train up kids from an early age, train them up in the way they should go, and they will, when they're older, they won't depart from the past, if the way you train them is the fact that God is in you, you're in God, you're a son of God from day one, that's what they're going to know. You know, so there's a right. generation right now that we're the first generation that can live it out in front of them and actually raise a generation up to be that from the beginning because all the way up until right now when the spirit gets poured out and all over the planet, the sons of God are going to start manifesting and rising up. That hasn't happened yet. You know, it has not happened yet until right now we see in the signs that it's happening or it's about to happen, that this generation gets it. We're going to take the scriptures at face value, and because we do, and we just read it and believe it and think it, it will become, and we'll become the sons of God, we're going to be the first generation on a large scale that can actually have children and teach them the truth from the beginning. Yeah. It's, you know? Special generation, no doubt. It's, so it's the one coming. It's a journey. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think we have a call, guys. Well? I think we have a call from, uh, it, it says uh, Southwest Pennsylvania. Caller? Hello, it's Chanel. I just wanted to call in and say hi. What's up? Thanks for calling What's in. Up? How you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Doing great. Doing awesome. Thanks for all the support and all the love, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Chanel Rose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the Chanel. Okay, then. Let's see here. Doing a little research. <laughs> Indiana area senior high school. Graduated. 
<laughs> Finally. So, Chanel, how did you, I mean, I think we all pretty much share you as a common friend. Did you come across us through Truth Seekers music and stuff, or how um, did you end up getting acquainted with us? I I don't actually remember, but I know that I probably just came across That's always what happens to me. Yeah. We get so many people nowadays that will come to meet either one of us or any of us first, and then before you know it, it's like instantly, oh, she's friends with everybody. They're friends with everybody. These guys, they're all yeah. my friends. All over the world, too. That's the crazy thing. And they're yeah. all connected. That's weird. But yeah, so uh, Chanel, you got anything that you need prayer for tonight? Um. Hmm. Don't be shy. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be shy. I don't know. Um. I guess just anything. <laughs> I don't. Anything. I don't know any specifics. Cool. All right. Well, look. We'll just. We'll just pray a blessing over you. Okay. Is that cool? We could do that. Yeah. Okay. We just come in the name of Ahaya Bahashem Yeshaya. This is Christ in the name of the Most High. And we just bless our friend right now, Lord. I just pray that you touch her right now where she is and the things in her heart, the dreams that she has and the visions and the, the goals and the things she's been working to achieve. I just ask you to bless those and put your hand there. And so everything that our friend Chanel touches, we call it blessed. And I just pray that you just give her a special um, uh, quickening in the spirit so that she can be able to to hear you. And I understand that you say that uh, that your sheep know your voice and a stranger's voice that shall not follow. So I just, I just pray for her ears of her understanding that you will open up her ears to hear what the spirit of the sovereign Lord is saying. And I thank you that all of these things are established and that everything that she touches is blessed. Thank you. We just give praise in the name of Baha'i, Baha Shemishaya, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Uh, amen. 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 Blessed. Thank you. Way up, I feel blessed. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. Uh, thanks for calling, Chanel. Stay plugged in. Yeah. We appreciate you. Me. All right, my friend. All right. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, what? That 333, man. It's good. 333. It's a good album. Oh, yeah. Because I actually separate myself from that album and listen to it and let it minister to me. You know, um, yes, for I hope that doesn't sound. I hope that album, doesn't man. sound egotistical, uh, but I do. No, I that, it to me. that album is so dope, man. For real, like, I mean, I I listen to it. It's like my favorite music now, and like, I love rap. You know what I mean? Like, I love hip hop and all that, but it's not really like the main musical style that I listen to most of the time. And now it is because, like, that's pretty much all I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, man. It's awesome. And I, it's, uh, I, you know, like I said, I go way back. Like, I'm more like 80s rap, like EPMB and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. for me to listen to a lot of that kind of rap. Yeah. Know, 
So I guess I'll <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, I seen on your uh, Windwalker, what is it, Windwalker Sky Talker or Skywalker Wind Talker? <laughs> it's Wind Talker and Walker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I was checking out on the page today, checking out some of the new videos that you posted at a, at a show with uh, a girl singing and with your cousin on drums. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you that think of that? Dope. Yeah, it was dope, man. She she had a uh, a surprising voice when she started singing. Had that heavy yeah. rasp. Sounded good. So yeah, you got a, awesome, like a, a project that you're gonna record with the three of y'all? Yeah, actually, see, she was uh, turned down by American Idol. They put her up in a hotel. Actually, she was gonna be on the show, but she made it just so far to where they were starting to film. And it was the Holy Spirit, man. You know, she's really drawn to truth, and she's somebody who the way she puts it to me. She hasn't quite decided what she believes or doesn't believe yet. But she thanked me for sharing my personal story of Jesus and my testimony and how I thought the Bible and the Word was misunderstood. And so she's growing in God. But see, God touched her and gave her that gift. You can hear that pain in her voice, man. But see, he wasn't going to give it to her. He wouldn't allow her to have the handout. So even though they put her up in a hotel, they did just enough for her for her to know that she had something really special. She's trained with the same vocal coaches of Beyonce and Alicia Keys, and all kinds of people like that. But she only got so close that she could taste it. But then the Lord took it all, and he said, you know, you don't want to lose that pain and that quality that your voice has. And that's going to take you understand the suffering and the struggle. And, and so she's somebody that just got a ton of talent. But for whatever reason, the world ain't trying to just hand it over to her. So she's having to work for it. And that's how we met. You know, she was looking for some musicians that could actually keep up with her and hold her down, you know, and that's how she found me and my cousin, and I know y'all just heard him on those videos with the bongos, but his native name is actually Thundersong, and that was my partner when we used to dance in the powwows, and he grew up on a drum kit. Wait till y'all hear him behind a six or seven piece kit. Boy, I, I've seen him on the video program. where he was playing dobro with you, too, or no, he was playing, what, steel guitar or something, or what? Yeah, it, it was a dobro, but he was playing it in the style of a last steel, and that dude was multi-talented. He also sings and raps, and he just is one of those people that he's a Gemini like me, jack of all trades. Everything he put his hands on, he makes makes music. You know, he's super talented, and I'm just glad that the Lord's brought him back into my life. We got a real special story, but I don't know if that might be for another time. Now, yeah. I remember you telling a couple stories, a couple testimony videos where you mentioned him. Well, yeah. we, we we were born nine days apart, and we're both Gemini's, and uh, you know, our mothers carried us side by side, and we was born of a brother and a sister, you know, a male and a female, and they were the only children. And out come two Geminis looking like exact opposites, blonde hair and blue eyes, and the other one dark skin, dark eyes. And, uh, you know, we grew up together. And we're calling our project that we're doing. It's a duo. Hey, hold on. Somebody's cutting something. Mute, Sorry, mute your that phone. was me, man. That's, that's my bad. Yeah. Just just mute your phone if you need to. I'm Brushing good. his I'm teeth good. or something. <laughs> With a I'm chainsaw. good. That was it. <laughs> Sorry. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Daniel. Sorry. It's all, it's all good. No big deal. I'd expect that from AJ by now. <laughs> by now. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, but go I'm ahead, not. man. Pick, pick it back up. Well, here's the interesting thing, man, is that uh, we grew up hand in hand. You know, how many people can say that they had a life partner like that? They were born nine days apart, and they experienced life together, and we learned together. When we did ceremony on the reservation, we experienced it together as young children. When we danced our first time, we walked out into that circle together. We grew up playing video games, you know, and we played Double Dragon all the time. And he was always the blue guy, and I was the red guy. <laughs> red was my favorite color, and blue was his. And as we grew up, you know, and 
an old native who was, you know, a shaman in the tribe, a medicine man. He made our regalia just to bless us in, and he made it by hand. It took him months, but he made Chris's blue, and he made mine red, and he had no idea, you know, that we grew up being the blue guy and the red guy. And so when we danced, you know, we just don't, I've always had this special connection, but me being the eldest, I've had to wait on him to grow up in a lot of ways and to come back around. He was, you know, he, uh, as I was coming to Christ, he was still out there doing his, his own type of dirt. But thank God, Lord is bringing him to a place of revelation, and I'm seeing more of him. And so the music can be made now. You know, we're a family band. We got that bad blood. And so no matter who I can find to play with, it never sounds as good as a, a as my life partner. And that's the way I put it, man. No homo, because it says in the, we learn in the Cherokee Nation, you know, some people go on vision quests as you come of age. You go alone into the woods to have your vision of what God's plan for your life might be, and you don't come back until you get it. But when me and Chris did ours, because we walked through life hand in hand, they sent on the, sent us on something I'd never heard of, but it was called a dreaming pair. And it's when two are born together, whether they be twins or cousins or brothers, they let them go together into the woods to see their vision. And uh, so we fasted and we prayed and we came back, you know, collectively with a vision we both agreed on. And, Thank God it's finally coming to pass in our lives. Here we are playing music together, and here we are close again. You know, when it wasn't too long ago that worlds divided us. It's a blessing, man. I've been seeing all those pictures of you guys together when y'all was little too, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I really missed it. Mm-hmm. So how long has like, he been back around now? Just a couple months or what? Yeah, it's crazy. As I met my soulmate and settled down, it seems, you know, I mean, only God can say, but it seems he's met his soulmate, finally found a woman who can handle it. And so, you know, she's he's learning a lot of discipline, and, and she's keeping him in line. So I've been seeing more of him. You know, he's uh, more consistent these days. He's not jumping from place to place and running around all over town chasing girls. He's found a good one, so he's in the same place. It's allowed me That's to be able to get a hold of him, you know. That's yeah. Hey, so more about the um... – you know, what we talked about the, at the very beginning, um, going up there to see uh, uh, Al, uh, Alan and uh, what's the name, Daniel. I heard that they got a yeah. a float tank up there now. Yeah, yeah. In Birmingham. We got to yeah, go try it out. I want to go try it. Yeah. I promise you, we're going to plan a weekend. Yeah, we're yeah. coming, dude. We're coming. I'm going to bring the fellas, and we're coming. That ain't nothing but 45 minutes away, man. And I got a left foot. I can get there in half an hour. All right. We're going to do it. You give me a couple of weeks, I'm going to look at the calendar. We'll do it. And any other fellas, I know Corey's listening right now. Corey is going to come up there with us. I already know he's down for whatever. Um, Corey Vaughn, yeah. Um, anybody else who wants to go, I might get up have with to, us. I might have to take off in my Merkaba and meet y'all over there and Spiritually, I'll be there in the spirit. And I'm with my laser beans. Yeah, Corey, yeah uh, he, he just posted in a message and said he's down. <laughs> that Corey. Connected. Yeah, man. I'll bring Thunderstone. Let y'all meet my cousin for yourself. For <laughs> so, man. Yeah, um... We got about 30 minutes left of the podcast, so what are you guys feeling, man? Anything that we touched on that you want to go back to or anything else you guys were feeling that we didn't touch that you wanted to cover? 
Man. I just got an overarching theme that's just like continuous lately just about people becoming aware of their thoughts, man. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything yeah. is in your thoughts. The whole of all of yeah. everything that you're perceiving is in your thoughts. Yeah. The revelation that I got, man, is the whole, just like it talks about that you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you know, and then so that's how it works. It's like you have the thought in your mind or the thought in your heart, and and that's good, whether it be, and this, this is a universal law, it works for everything. So if it's about your dreams, it's about your finances, it's about your calling, it's about health, whatever, you can have these thoughts and these dreams and desires, but until you confess them, until you speak them out, like they're not going to happen. Right. So, and that's the power of manifestation. And and so once we understand that, that's when we understand that we can walk in blessing. And then we can. And then it's transferable that we teach other people these these principles, and um, and you know what I'm saying help them do it. And so and so they don't look to us um, for for the answers or whatever. But they 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 walk with the answers within themselves as well. To go about and and make disciples and change the atmosphere and, and things like that. So it's becoming so deep for me that it's kind of scary. And I can I could say that that the revelation within the past two days of that for me it's been kind of scary because it, it keeps getting deeper and deeper. But it's practical, and we're having this conversation right now from speaking it out. This right. website that we're on right now has been a lot of hard work and dedication to it, but this is something that was spoken, you know what I'm saying? And it's, so it was a dream that was manifested by believing, and it's not even done. Like, we still, I got so much vision for this, and I'm still trying to hear from the Lord on, on different routes to take. But um, but once you have that dream and that goal and that vision, like, you have to write it down. The scriptures say that, um, you know, to get a vision, get a dream, and write it down and make it plain. And you know, studies show that once you write something down, you're ninety percent more likely to make it happen if right. you write it down. And then you write it down, then you speak it out. You begin to confess it. You begin to tell people. And the word abracadabra literally means I create it as I speak it. And so mm-hmm. that's. Oh, well, you understand manifestation. You understand God that He breathes, so that so the air that's in our lungs is the same creative force that God um, breathed in our nostrils and created mankind. And we're going out and we're in His likeness and image, and we're creating and we're tearing down and we're uprooting. And it, the, the revelation is so deep, man. It really is. And then, and then on top of that, all four of us, I'm sure, are in agreement that we're one with God. Right, we've received oneness through Jesus Christ, so we are one oh, with God. Yeah. And the Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. So if we are now in Him, in oneness as God, the Word is with us, and that the Word is us. Whatever we speak, we create. Everything was created through the Word. Nothing was made that wasn't made through the Word. So like you're mm-hmm. saying, we now have the mind of Christ. We are one with the mind of Christ, and we have the power to speak out whatever we want to come to be. Yeah. People got to understand that. And it was so, dude, I'm telling you, the revelation is so deep because we were just in Mark the other day reading through Mark. And you know the scripture that talks about where Christ was um, walking by the fig tree and he cursed it, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the reason he cursed it, 
because it because it didn't bear fruit, right? And so we've always heard that that okay, he was looking for fruit, that tree didn't produce fruit, so he cursed it. Well, the revelation behind that is it says in Mark that it wasn't even time for that tree to produce fruit, and he cursed it. I think that that was something that that he showed us. He did that to show us the power of words just passing by. Just passing by, he went to the tree. It wasn't even time for the tree to produce fruit. He went there to look for fruit. He cursed it. He was upset with it. He left. He kept walking. Then they came back by it, and that tree was withered up and dead just by the words that he, just in passing, let come out of his mouth, killed that tree. And you got to understand that the revelation is people are trees. And so we come in contact with people every day that we just bump shoulders with or we talk about our friends who are going through a hard time and we may hold it over their head or something like that. And so even the little bitty things that we let slip out of our, our mouth, oh, man, blah, 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 and just judging people and backbiting, that stuff is powerful. When the Lord talks about sin, like like people not inheriting the kingdom of heaven, he dealt with backbiters not inheriting the kingdom of heaven. He understood the power of the tongue, man. And we got to understand it, too. So just in simple passing, we're tearing down people, man, where we're supposed to be building them up. So I think that that's a picture even in, in, in that scripture, man. Go back and read it. Uh, I believe it's like a Mark 11 or something like that. I know it's 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 repeated in the, in the other Gospels, too. But it was the first time that I seen that it wasn't even the season for that tree to produce fruit, and he cursed it. That's awesome. Powerful, man. Powerful. <clears throat> Who's eating? Somebody's eating the steak. It's AJ. No, I'm not. It's, it's me. AJ. I mean, macaroni and cheese. Damn, I'm AJ. You man eating my in the bad. middle of the podcast and smacking, sucking his fingers. Well, I, well, I smacking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's my about that time. Though. We have Twenty minutes left, man, and uh, we just uh. Hey, I was just hungry, y'all. I hadn't eaten all night. I stopped it. <laughs> Very spiritual. Very spiritual, uh, AJ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, look, man, you got to take care of your body and be spiritual. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, that stuff. I wanna, I wanna, I guess, speak on that again, man, with that whole. And and this is it's, I think it's still tied in too with the whole watching what we say because I just listened to I listened to um, um, John Crowder speaking about Jason Westerfield and I didn't know he, who he was talking about about him being you know uh, talked about by a major ministry and then we go back and see it's it's Bill Johnson who's with Bethel correct yes he's with Bethel so they're like. Man, this stuff is so crazy, man. Just the whole backbiting and publicly downing the people who, cause be, because they, he believes something a little bit different that they don't believe, right? He said he was talking about yeah. aliens and stuff like that. I mean, if that's the case, well, I'm done, y'all. I'm, I hope they don't even find <laughs> me, man. Right. <laughs> I'm going to stop using that terminology, keep it biblical for him. I, I never mentioned aliens. I was talking about angels. <laughs> angels. But I'm gonna tell him. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell him like Tahuti tells him. Tahuti most angels, aliens, no matter what you call them, visit us. <laughs> uh, 
often song. <laughs> to be perceived. Some stay hidden to humans that don't believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Angels, aliens. No matter what you call them. Yeah, man. Well, I'm ready to hear some music from from uh, Daniel myself, man. A lot in the works yeah. right now, man. You've been a big inspiration to me, bro. Definitely work the kinks out, too. Yeah. You got to do it yourself, you know? Um, right. It's not hard. It really isn't. It just takes time and dedication. But uh, I know that, that, that goes a long way these days, right? Time and dedication. Absolutely. You gotta work that. Uh, you gotta work that flute guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's super dope. Interest and influence. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think y'all will be pleased. You'll be hearing something in the very near future, man. Like I said, man, I really couldn't have done it without you. That three, three, three was a was a big inspiration to me, man. Because I know that. You might be working with different interfaces, different software, different technology, but I know that when it comes down to it, that's you and God, and that's your walk, man. And to see yeah. what you were able to come up with and to produce, like it, it didn't even matter what the software was or what interface you were using. Just the fact that you was able to produce something of that caliber, of that quality, just you and God, you know, it reminded me that, yo, I can do that too. My, like we were talking earlier, you see somebody else do it or say it, and yeah. it's you that confirmation yeah. that you need. And so no when I see Big Brother doing it, it just let me know, you know, I shouldn't hesitate. I should make the best of what I got and do what I came to do. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm using the very bare minimum. I really am. I had a good mic. I got a good mic, which I say a good mic is a $400 mic, but I didn't pay that for it. I got that of a steal from somebody who was uh, going through a rough time. Got it for like 150 But, um... You need a good mic and a, a decent interface or whatever, so you can right. make it happen. I'm not even, you know, the funny thing is, like, right now, I'm not even focused on music, man. I, and I, I'm telling people, I hope, you know, people well, shoot, you know, understand you that it's, a, it's deeper than music. You come out with a project like that, you could just step back from it for a while. and let it That's just, what I'm doing, no doubt. I'll right, put everything yeah, in that. And so I had to, I had to, I, w- I couldn't do anything else while I was writing that and recording that, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't do what right. I'm doing now. So once that was out the way, I've been I've been sitting on this for a minute what we're doing now. And so like even the podcast, I couldn't do them because like tomorrow I'm going to I'm going to be paying for the sleep that I'm missing today, right? Um right. with my job and everything. So um I couldn't do that in function like, you know what I'm saying, through 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 the um the creativity and everything and recording, having inspiration while I'm tired like that, it just won't, won't happen. So I had to put everything on hold while I was working on that. But I tell that, like, I, I'm not even, I don't know what's going to happen. I, 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 that 333, you know, could have possibly been my last album. And I'm fine with that at this point. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, so, uh, he's got such a long career. He's such a big star. Now he's pulling that Jay Z thing. Yeah, it's probably gonna be my last album. Yeah, I shoot. Like, you go, like everybody who's a member to the site, you can go to, um, you can go to uh, music. Scroll down to music download and download all my albums. It's like nine albums, dude. <laughs> well, no, it's wow, like ten, man, three, six, ten. Oh, I got all the old stuff on it, even the wax stuff. And just for the <laughs> members, like you can get it there. You can't buy it anywhere, but. 
the members can get it. And I'm telling you, some of the old stuff is, I don't know, it's weird because some people love the old stuff and hate the new stuff. They hate they hate the they like the mysticism type stuff or whatever or the really deep stuff that they don't understand. They hate it, but they they love the old gangster rap stuff. And those bars <laughs> suck. Like I could not rap back then, dude. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm just a different breed because when it I, I don't know, man. When it comes to my taste in music, if I love and appreciate an artist, then I will learn to love their whole body of work and appreciate <laughs> it. Even if it was just six crap albums that led up. That yeah. great release, you know, it's like you have to appreciate that that's what got them to that, you know. And I gotta say that while we're on the topic, man, is that I love that about you. Like, when I first met you and you first reached out to me, I really wasn't checking for nobody because so many people just talking it and not walking. Exactly. It. But I gotta say, that's what I was so impressed with about you, man, is that you go above and beyond, you go the extra mile. For the fans, the knowledge is there. If they want it, you'll break it down. You got seminars about it. It's not yeah. just something you spit to sound flying a song like yeah. you got more knowledge than whoever you're up against. Man, I appreciate that. You really do. You go above and beyond and go the extra mile. And I think this suits you. This new, uh, this, and I know it's not new. It's really been in the works for a long time. But seeing you on the podcast and seeing those commercials and these things you're putting together, to mm-hmm. me, that's what True Seek has always been. It's so much mm-hmm. more music, and I love that you. Keeping that right. discipline, man. That's a yeah, good call. Man. So much more than music. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Totally, it man. It is, but the music doesn't suffer because of it, and that's what I love. And then you put your mm-hmm. all in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't album, sleep man, on man. that. Uh, on that True Seeking King James album either. The uh, The God's First DNT Take My Life. That's a dope album. I didn't. I didn't promote that a lot, but that's a really good album. I've enjoyed what I've heard of it. I was impressed with it too. Made me check out his stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude for real. Yeah, real good dude. He's one that's held me down from from, from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Through everything, so he's a really good dude. Um, I did that album to really. That's a, I think the majority of that album just reaching out to the church people, just asking me what do I believe in, where am I at, in my faith or whatever the case is, or, or making stuff like, up and, and me responding to the rumors and things too. You know, I had to put that yeah. out. I was hanging out with you while you were making that one. You was like, it seemed like this is one last shot. Yeah. I'm gonna take one. I'm gonna take one last shot with you guys. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. But it's good. I mean, there's some good stuff on there, though, that even now it's like just crying out to God and stuff like that. Like, some good good tracks on there. But um, that's what that is. What but, I love about 333, though, man, you made it relatable to people who weren't in the church, man. And that, I mean, those were dope bars, dude. And I had a lot of hard hip-hop heads, I mean, old heads, that wouldn't like nothing I let them listen to. But when I let them listen to that, man, mm-hmm. if nothing else, they respected it, you know. Because not only were you flowing, man, but you yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a blessing, man, to be able to, to write that and we'll, we'll see what happens, man. It's opened up a lot of doors for me. I know that, dude. I know that much. But um I guess we're coming up to, to the end. We got about ten minutes left and I definitely want to plug what we're doing in the morning for everybody listening. Um so uh ten AM Central Time we're gonna do another healing session uh via the video chat and I'm gonna be on there with uh, a friend of mine, Miss Sana, and uh, God's really doing some stuff in her uh, walk, and uh, we've been we've been having some sessions together and uh, releasing her into the prophetic, 
where she's able to sing prophetically over people and she has an angelic voice it's just not someone who can sing good like it's really angelic and so um just really getting to a place where she can feel like she's separating herself from herself and letting source sing through her and if uh you're needing healing or if you just want to feel that bliss and just get in that 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 flow tomorrow morning at uh 10 a.m uh, get with me, and I'll send you a personal link for the video chat. And we have a lot of people who've been re- reaching out for that as well. Um, so yeah, um, we got a question. I'm gonna see what he's talking about. Question for, uh, for Un- Untether has a question. It says earlier, True Seeker was talking about the words that we speak. What do you do when bad words have been spoken over you? Stuff from parents, loved ones, especially if their words are manifesting. Go through a process right going through a process right now and noticing that I am a product of bad words spoken over me, labels put on me, plus my bad choices. There's a lot of things you can do, like the stuff that you can do is what we've been talking about. It's just what we understand as reverse the curse. All of those things that were spoken over over you. You undo them. You just simply speak. Yes. Uh, where, you know what I'm saying? Where the lie came in, where someone says, well, you're stupid, man. You're never going to amount to anything. I had my mother tell me that my my whole life as a child, tell me I was stupid. I wouldn't amount to anything. And uh, and, and it, 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 shoot, it became true. It became uh, true over me until I broke the curse, until I reversed the curse and canceled that over my life to understand the truth. So what is the truth over that? I'm not stupid. I'm smart. I'm more than a conqueror. Like I have, you know, you know what I'm saying. Been created to do good things. Like God a destiny is, and a purpose. Uh, yeah. So you just understand what the scriptures say, man, and what the, the what is truth. And so you reverse the curse and you do that yourself, and you speak that over you. And even now, prophetically, we speak that over you. I just speak over you yeah. that. That you're smart, you know that that you can have the dreams that are inside of you. That those dreams inside of you are there for a reason, and then so God is just bringing you through these different situations and testings, and 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 He's letting you go through these things to build character in you and to and to see if you really want it. Like, are you going to fight for this? Do you really want it? Do you really want to be an overcomer? Do you really want to? achieve your goals and walk in bliss and walk in healing. Sometimes we have to fight for it. So we're just speaking that over you right now. So we just release peace. We release love. And I just want you just to raise one of your hands and just receive it. I want you to, I want you to receive this love. It's going to be a tangible presence that you can feel. We release love, peace, long suffering, and the fruit of the spirit to be manifested in your life so that we're, the doubt and the neglect was and the fits of rage and the anger and all of these things that were manifesting. We're going to speak love to those things. We're going to speak peace, healing, and that you're going to start to see a change. And, all, and, and so as you were, you were expecting the outcome of those words to happen, those negative words, we're going to, we're going to expect to see an outcome of the positive words, the positive affirmations to understand that we create our reality and we and we just separate you right now from those word curses, from those miscalculations, uh, those judgments. We just sever all ties with that right now. And it's so that you create your reality. You line up 
with the will of God for your life and you begin to speak it over yourself. You begin to write it down. You begin to understand who you are um, as a new creature. And so I just released that over you. And if, if you guys wanted to. Then I'm going to add one thing well. that, Daniel, that Daniel was touching on earlier when he was talking about, we're talking about loving your enemies, loving the people who don't love you, to be able to break that word curse and speak what the truth is and acknowledge where the word curse came from but decide that regardless of the fact that that person did that, that I'm not going to say that the person is evil for doing that. I see it come from a place of ignorance. And like Jesus said, forgive them for they don't even know what they're doing. So then to be able to, on top of that, break the curse, forgive the person who sent the curse, and then decide to bless them. Yeah, because we got to understand where it comes from, and it usually comes from hurt. And we understand that hurt people hurt other people. And so, you know, I guess as a kid, I I took it personal. I took it personal that my mom, like I had an an art against my mother. But then as I I grew in maturity and understand the way spirit works and the way, you know, hurt and pain and and these things work, that you're just a product of your environment. And that's all all she knew or whatever, right? So, and then once I, I, I got older, and and more mature, then I didn't hold that against her. I didn't hold it over her head. I was able to forgive and walk in love. And when I did when 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 I did that, that's when it broke. That's when it broke. When I was able to forgive her and just walk in love and just tell her that I loved her. So just do that, man, and just see what spirit would have you to do. It may have you to you know to you know sit down and have a conversation or or, or whatever, whatever the case is. But just understand that. The promises of God are yes and amen, and so we're all worthy uh, for the plans that God has for us and to walk in our best life now. Like all of these things are for us, man. They really are. He put those dreams inside of you for a reason, and they're going to come to pass. Right. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Hey, what's up with uh, what's that guy, brother? Uh, Brother Wayne, you ever been seeing anything going on with his ministry lately? <laughs> well, a lot of people wanted me to reach out to him to to give his to get his take on uh, the rebel flag. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's but, uh, like uh, that's that's just genius. That's just great, 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 great. It it is it's, it is great, but it's sad at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, because a lot of people think that's real, and it's a parody of people who who exists, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's kind of sad in a sense. But those yeah. those comments are crazy because people really think that's real. People get so <laughs> mad about yoga. Are you are you kidding me? What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah, we just got the comment, man. So the prayer that we just sent forth in the in the encouraging words, he said that uh, he said thank you and um blessings and favor and he can literally feel the tangible presence. And that's awesome. transferable, and so awesome. you understand that too, man. So just speak from that that place of of boldness, and just try to get that hunger for yourself to get free. And then in the midst of that, you'll have a hunger and thirst to see others free. You you start to notice yeah. that on 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 other people as it comes off of you. You'll see it on other people, like man, that person's suffering from the same thing I was suffering from. Let me go ahead and release that from them. And, and I'm telling you, um, we talk about spiritism, we talk about demonology and all these things, but 
there's example in the scriptures where um, Solomon casted out demons, not through prayer and fasting, not through battling in the spirit realm, but by speaking the truth, speaking the truth in love. And so in the midst of him speaking the truth, where there were lies, evil spirits were loosed. So were these, so we, 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 you know, we actually call these ungodly beliefs. So these different beliefs about ourselves that, you know what, I'm stupid. You know what, I can't, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I have anger issues or whatever the case is. And for, you know what I'm saying? For you to speak that out and just receive it and believe it, you create it. So, um, but to speak to that, and you can literally speak to that. You can rearrange those things within your DNA, within your past. You can heal your past memories by speaking truth over them, speaking life over them. So you just go to where the death is. And, and even if we see a picture of the, you know, the dry uh, bones in the valley, the valley of dry bones and speaking life and prophesying over the dry bones. And so we look at ourselves and the, and the different places that we have in different areas in our life that are dry, that are weary, that, that need life to be, uh, you know, spoken over them. And we do that. And we have to do that to ourselves. And sometimes we get depressed and we get in a slum. And that's what that's why we need our, our brothers and sisters to be there to help us. Like, cause sometimes I don't feel like doing it. And even me, like, some, I, I, I've put in the work. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a warrior, you know what I'm saying? I, I, do my, my, I do what I do. And sometimes I get depressed, man. Sometimes I'm like, you know, the hell with it. You know what I'm saying? What, what's this even doing? Nobody's listening. And so I have to be reminded and I have to stir up the gifts of God within me. You know what I'm saying? To be reminded, like, look, this is real. And the reason I'm going through this depression is, uh, you know, perfect example of, of, of why it's, you know, it's needed for me to snap out of it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, well, also, we, you know, we need the help of each other. That's, I was going to say, that's also why it's important to have the fellowship of the brotherhood, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. And people who understand people who understand you and won't judge you, like, because I believe that, I, that that there's nothing I can come to you guys with um, that's going to be too heavy or too deep. And I think we've, you know, we've talked about that. You know, what I'm saying to be so open that we're not going to care. And there's nothing you can say to shock us. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, and, I was um, thinking the other day. Remember, we went on the road trip to New Orleans to go to the float tank, and on the way we stopped there to meet. A fan or like a friend of ours on the state <laughs> trip. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? When yeah. we left, there was so much that fear over even just yeah hanging out and stuff. It's like that was a wild one. Yeah, an amazing time. That was just weird, man. That was. Weird. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad to have y'all in my life, man. Yeah, hey, man. Time here. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, man, we're good. We're going to go ahead and, and, and get off. So, uh, some of the up, upcoming things we got, like I said, first thing in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be back at it doing a healing session. It's going to be an open session um, for anybody who wants to get in. Just have your video camera ready and your headphones ready, and I'll send you a personal link. So, hit me up on Facebook or email, and I will give you the link to that. Uh, we also have some more podcasts coming up within the next couple of weeks. And uh, AJ is going to be coming on, giving his testimony about uh, what the Lord's done for him. And this is some really, really deep stuff, man, especially 
with the times that we're living in. It's some touch, it's some uh, touchy subjects about what he's been through and what he's going through right now, and um, it's going to be interesting. I will tell you that. I'm not going to give anything away right now. We're just going to you know give it up to him to do that. But then we have um, we got a bunch of stuff coming up. Christ Consciousness webinar. Uh, this month, AJ is going to be hosting that as well, and um, I'm excited about what God's doing, and um, and I don't have it all mapped out, and so I'm learning daily. So I thank everybody for working with us and supporting what we're doing and believing in the call, man. And um, I think I think the Lord's going to you know use us all to do more together. And I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to get you know some clarity on it. So just be ready, you know. Yeah. Yes. I'll be praying about that too, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just praying for all of you guys and just praying for like what God's doing here with all of us and mm-hmm. all of that, you know. Yeah. Just that we'll, we'll all be given guidance and clarity and all that good stuff. Yes. But thanks thanks sure. for having oh. me on tonight, man. It was definitely a blessing. I appreciate it. Only That's good things. Thing. Only mm-hmm. good things for the sons of God. Yeah, single mind, absolutely. single eye, single eye, single mind. Only look for good. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, if you, right. have, uh, if you guys have any um, pointers for us, if you know different topics you want us to touch on, different places you want us to go, send either one of us a um, a message. Whether it's some something biblically, something sp- spiritual. It really doesn't matter. Well, you know what I'm saying? We can go anywhere. And there's, I, I know there's a lot of things that we can touch on that a lot of people won't. And I'm pretty sure we have uh, something interesting to say about it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So we don't, I don't think there's any, there's any topic that we won't touch. Um, but we want to be nah. sensitive to a lot of topics as well. So hit us up and, you know, give us your feedback on, on this podcast. Let us know if you want us to come back on as a panel and do this again in fellowship. And uh, we'll definitely um, read you guys' emails and take them to heart. So see you guys in the morning. Spiritual healing. Love you guys. Bless you, brother. Bless you guys. Love. You guys want to give y'all's links? Sure. Uh, Mine is uh, transfigured.com. The trans is spelled with T-R-A-N-C-E. AJ. I don't I'm actually away from my computer. I apologize. <laughs> Going to it right now. Transfigured.com. Mine, you can check us out at MBK in MBKmissions.com. My brother's keeper at MBKmissions.com. Look us up. MBK Missions on Facebook. So oh, man, am I uh, it's still in the process? I'm being worked up, but y'all can add me on Facebook, man. It's Daniel Watts. You can't miss the tattoos on my face, man. You can the man got tattoos on his face, man. <laughs> Uncle Barry. Or you could search <laughs> Wind Talker slash Skinwalker Facebook and hear some of the music. <laughs> but if you find Daniel Watts on there, tattoo face, Native American kid, then you'll find the rest, man. Just look for me. Yo, there you go. Can't miss him. I mean, that's how I point him out to my friends. Daniel Watts, who's that? The guy with the tattoos on his face, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another human being trying to make it. Great, great marketing, great marketing strategy. Great marketing strategy. 
<laughs> love you, man. I love you guys, I love man. You guys love have you a good night. Ending Peace. the podcast now. <laughs>